0: what up ladies and gentlemen this is your intergalactic host rocking it from coast to coast joe and you can call me kenny J. well 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 here we are again round two baby still going strong um you know what they say if you can do it twice then third time's the charm so i'm hoping to god that the uh, the next one of these is awesome If you listen to the first one, thank you for that. If you're just tuning in now to the very second, the post-inaugural On the Low with UFO podcast featuring Joe, you can call me Kenny J. Uh, Welcome in. I I hope you enjoy these. I hope you grow to enjoy these. I hope you grow to enjoy these with your friends, your loved ones, your spouses, your family, hopefully not your children. It does get kind of vulgar for that. I apologize. Um, But for real, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Thank you for clicking, typing, tapping, turning shit up, moving things around, doing all of the stuff you have to do um, in order to get your ear holes ready for me. So, so I appreciate that. And I appreciate you loving the sound of my voice as much as I love the sound of my voice. And, um, I would, I would laugh there, but it's true. <laughs> so anyways, let's, um, let's start this, this podcast off talking about my neighborhood. Um, I, I've titled this particular podcast of furloughs and the popo and, uh, and we're going to go over those, those subjects kind of overall, um. Truth be told, I had no fucking idea what furlough, furlough, furla, whatever the, however the fuck you pronounce it, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I read that, and I read it to do with Disney, and I Googled it, and once I put the title and the understanding of what furlough meant together, I, I kind of got freaked out, and we're gonna talk about that. Um, and and like I said before in the last podcast, it's it's coronavirus twenty twenty. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on that, but if you were those two muscular looking frumpy dudes walking on the opposite side of the sidewalk, going the wrong way, headed towards downtown on Summerlin, and you were looking at me about 30 meters out and I was biking towards you on 14 to 50 miles an hour and you got out of the way a little bit too late, you know, and I kind of hit one of you guys on the side and you looked at me and looked at me like, fuck you. And I looked at you like, fuck you, fuck you. All right. Um, it, it's a sidewalk. Yes, I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have been biking on the wrong side of the road. But fuck you. How about you get on the street and you piss off a bunch of cars? Because let me tell you right now, a car hitting me at 15 miles an hour is going to hurt a lot more than your arm hitting me at 15 miles an hour. And fuck your arm because you shouldn't have been there gawking at each other in the first place. You truly, I mean, whatever. They look like, they look like, Um. I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh this movie. I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, that's it. Revenge of the Nerds, right? And, uh, and, and there's the nerds versus the jocks, I think is the whole premise. And it's a great movie. I remember watching it several times as a kid and there's like four sequels. They're all kind of weird, but, but anyways, if, if you remember the jocks had this one kind of meat heady dude that was always like, you know, flexing and yelling shit it was like two of those dudes holding hands, walking down and there's nothing wrong with them holding hands. I just thought it'd be funny to say that, but they were headed the wrong way on the sidewalk, not paying any attention to me and did not notice I was there until I was way too close and I hit one of them. And like. What do you expect me to do? I, I didn't want to slam on the brakes. I'm trying to get to work. And yes, I bike to work. I bike home from work. It, it, it was just not what I wanted to do. Fuck you guys. Um, but anyways, let's get back to the podcast. Sorry about that. So so um, I want to talk about my neighborhood. The latest developments on my side of town are, are that we have now cops kind of cycling around after curfew. 11 p.m. here in Orange County. And yeah, that's still a thing. I they're not really enforcing it except for, I think, where I'm at and then random places on the highway. To be completely honest with you, police presence in cities in Orlando here, especially downtown or central Florida, they only really, really come around for one of two reasons. You're either in a ghetto or whatever you want to call the ghetto here. It's not it's not truly ghetto. It's just it's just kind of ghetto Um, or, or or you're in a neighborhood where it's predominantly white. And uh, and luckily, I'm in the letter. Actually, I don't actually I don't think it really matters. Luckily, to be honest with you, I'm I'm Filipino. So that makes me nice and brown. Um, my daddy had a little Japan in him. So I look not 100 percent like a Filipino, but I look pretty Filipino. So so this kind of in between Asian like, oh, he's probably I right, um, has always kind of befallen me, you know, and I could I could really get along or, or get away with pretty much anything in any neighborhood. So thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, speaking of Jesus, uh, happy post Easter. Uh, again, with the coronavirus, not too many people could do too, too many things. Um, but I, I saw in the fucking news there was there was this block party that got busted. It had like hundreds of people just chilling, kids running around looking at each other's faces and shit. And like there, there's there's just there's there's just bedlam, you know, happening. There are people losing their mind and, you know, you get religion in there and priests are like, now, fuck you, governor, separation, church and state. I ain't going to close my doors. Fuck your Corona. Uh, and, you know, and it's fucked up. But, but I digress so so the cops are, are in my neighborhood and they're whoop being pretty much anytime there's any sort of dude walking past eleven p m, which is cool, you know and 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 I was thinking about it this way, so like the the popo's really just trying to make this work for them, you know, everybody's changing up their business models, trying to keep revenue streams up during this time, so the popo's doing the same shit, you know, minimum five hundred dollar fine if you're caught out and about after curfew, but it's like guaranteed. Right now for them, there's not as many speeding tickets, you know, so so I guess it makes up kind of not really, but that's how I kind of justified in my head. They're not pulling over people. And, you know, if they find somebody homeless and even if they do pull you over, fuck you, you know, what are you going to say? Oh, sir. Sorry, I, I, I'm i trying to head home. You know, I, I was taking care of my sick grandma. I, I was worried she had Corona, so I took her to the hospital and I'm driving home. Sorry, I was speeding. Well, what's the cop going to do? Is he really going to ticket you? Probably fucking not. You know, probably give you a warning, jerk your office and bullshit like that. But he's not going to, you know, he's not going to really gonna want to commit to like a $400 ticket for you. So, you know, power to him. Just trying to get people off the street, trying to keep people safe, trying to keep people from getting sick, getting other sick. So I got nothing against it. They're just they're just fucking everywhere in my neighborhood. And, you know, again, predominantly white. Everybody out there is talking about it. I downloaded So I don't know if this makes me old. Judge me if you want. But I downloaded this app the other day. Um the neighborhood app and it's cool because what the neighborhood app lets you do is communicate with your neighborhood and uh and it's interesting you know it's really kind of it's kind of interesting because like you'll have people like me who are just there you know clicking on like what's for sale any yard sales any important news that i'm missing out on anything cool somebody want to give me something for free somebody you know cute that lives three houses down you know that's the information i'm looking for on this app but there are people on there that fucking live by this thing like it's linked fucking in You know, they got their profile set to the T, they're talking about weekly this and weekly that. Like there's people posting their fucking lawn mowing schedule, like I give a fuck. You know, even if I was your neighbor and I got on the neighborhood app and I was like, Oh look at that, Jim's fucking mowing his lawn today. That's fucking I don't fucking care. You know? At the end of the day, mow your shit. What am I gonna do? You know? Anyways. So that's the Popo. Um if you wanted the Popo and you listen to this Popo the cast (laughs) podcast, um, Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your service. Um, if you catch me outside after 11 p.m., please don't pull, please don't pull my ass over. Like, fuck's sake. So I, I'm really kind of worried. So I do bike home. My regular hours are roughly 3 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. So I, I I get in before curfew, but I get out well after on the regular. And I take the same path down Summerlin home. And I'm always worried that, like, one night I'm going to be heaving and hoeing, like, sweating my balls off, looking like a broke monkey fucking just, just biking down Summerlin. I'm going to get pulled over. What? You know, it's gonna fucking. They're gonna fucking. Pull. I, I'm a, I'm gonna be on a bike, sweating my balls off, looking like hell, and the cops gonna try to like, you know, say, hey, sir, 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 you you can't you can't be biking right now, sir. You know, you're you know, we got the coronavirus, and telling me all this shit that I already know, you know, and, and I don't want that. I, I think that's an embarrassing experience, and I don't want to. You know, I'm tired. I'm biking. I've just had a long eight hour Shit. The last thing I want to do is talk to this guy. But um, but no, I you know we've got a we've got a little piece of paper that gives us immunity, which is kind of cool, and we've also uh. We've also been told that there's an agreement that as long as we were RD, you know, or some sort of insignia that we were at a shift at the hospital, they'll let us go. Okay, that's cool. You know, whatever. But, uh, but for real though, if you see me outside, fucking down on the ground in handcuffs with my bike on the ground next to me, do something, fucking, fucking shoot something in the air. I don't know. Just, just get him off me so I can run. <laughs> that's, that's all I want. Um. But let's I digress. Let's 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 keep this train. Let's keep this train rolling. So so furlough. I I recently Googled and found out the definition of furlough. And it's basically just a really white way of saying you're getting laid off dot 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 comma space hyphen temporarily in italics. So like, you know, it's a fancy word that I think corporations have have put together not maybe corporations. I know it's somewhere in the the etymology of, of, of our language, but furlough came around. And Disney went ahead and furloughed like 30, 30. No, they furloughed like 43,000 fucking people. I, so I read this in the news. So so the Disney union or whatever fuck they call themselves had negotiated with Disney, the actual company. And let me tell you before we go too far, that is some brilliant Disney fucking shit. You know, that is that is a brilliant fuck up that Disney let happen. Like a fucking union. <laughs> like that's that's the real for the people like for the people john morgan right versus the union morgan's gonna get himself fucked you know and and morgan if you're listening to this or any of the morgan and morgan clan uh you're not a bad lawyer um i like you guys i actually went to high school with one of your nieces um just know that that your slogan there's no way for the people is going to beat the people and that's kind of what's happening here um so so anyways they mentioned they'd be forlowing forty-three thousand fucking people you know how many people work for Disney here in Orlando, like I googled this too, seventy-seven thousand fucking people. So thirty-four thousand of them are just sitting on the walls, ready to shit themselves. Like, oh my fucking god, am I next? You know, they just furloughed. They just furloughed all these fucking people. Am I? Am I next? Am I gonna have a di-? like? Like you work for Disney, and and it's funny because I, I had a friend a long time ago. I worked at Universal Studios. His name was Steve. He was an old ass motherfucker, a dirty, dirty ass old white man, white as it could be. He looked like Gandalf if Gandalf was a pedophile. And I can't make that up. It's the fucking truth. Good dude. Just fucking weird. You know, and he he had a type. He had a type. The types were like young and black or young and black. You know what I mean? It w- there was no in between. You know, you had those three criteria and those he would just say some dirty, dirty shit. You but anyways, I digress. He got fired from Disney and uh, and he worked with me here at Universal. And and that was the last time I'd actually really heard of a company, especially in entertainment or business or 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 or. Uh, hospitality kind of company screwing over a large number of their employees and here it is again. We've done it again. Fucking coronavirus 2020. Furloughing just people. But um, but yeah, that's, that's it. I just wanted to chime in this week, talk about a couple things I found out. Um, really excited. This past Sunday, I was looking through some music. What I like to do every now and again is I like to find a really, really sick solo. Um, saxophone in particular. And I'll study it. And I will, uh, I will try to learn it, you know. And it, this was something I was doing really regularly two years ago, twenty eighteen, kind of into twenty nineteen, and I kind of stopped. But here, here we are again in coronavirus, and there's time to actually do things. I'm really excited about it. Really excited about actually doing, um, doing music. So I picked, uh, I picked my favorite things by John Coltrane, and one of the craziest things that Coltrane, this this album in particular, but Coltrane in general, he he really kind of made the soprano saxophone be a real thing. You know, like this is a real this is a real instrument now. You know, and that's that's super fucking cool. So so what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn the solo he has that's that's in the middle of My Favorite Things um the 1960 album version. And it's insane cuz I was listening to a solo. And I I used to do this thing a long time ago. I used to do this thing called uh flying. I don't know whether I'm pretty sure it's fake as fuck, but I called it flying. And um I would I would play notes semi chromatic Uh, usually pentatonic with a couple here or there. So I would make it bebop at some points, but I would just fly up and down the register as many notes as I could. And I thought that was cool. I thought that was uh, the best thing. It wasn't, it wasn't clean all the time, but it sounded cool. And I, you know, I thought to myself, I'm not that great. I've heard other people do really smooth, slick bebop licks and things like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm shit compared to them, but no, I I heard Coltrane on this album flying up and down the register. And I read a transcription. Somebody had pulled out and, and it looked like it looked like the solos I used to to really solo and kind of monopolize on. And so it gave me kind of hope, you know, and again, it's in this time of coronavirus where we have the time to like really dig back deep into our instrument. But I, uh, I, I, I'm just ready to, I'm ready to get better. And uh, I'm really glad I came across that this past Sunday. But um, on that note, let's go ahead and end this podcast with my segment. It's lit. If you were here last week, you'll, you'll kind of remember what I was saying every week. I want to find a piece of literature because it's lit. And uh, and talk about it. Um, so, this one comes from a, a book I was reading that has to do with... Actually, I'll just read it right here. So, this this is the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a classic. I'm sure many of you have read it out there. Um, but in on, on it, page 55, there was a quote. And it was a quote of a quote. So, he was quoting somebody. But it goes, It is the individual who is not interested in his fellow men... Who has the greatest difficulties in life, and provides the greatest injury to others? It is from among such individuals that all human failures spring. It is the individual who is not interested in his fellow men who has the greatest difficulties in life and provides the greatest injury to others. It is from among such individuals that all human failures spring. Basically, if you don't give a shit about anybody but yourself, fuck you. You know, just like those two dudes on the street that didn't really pay attention to who was in front of them or what they were doing or how they were going to cause anybody injury. That's that's the issue. Don't do that. It's 2020. Yes, it's coronavirus. Yes, it sucks. We're all stuck inside or can't do too much shit. But for fuck's sake, give a shit about other people now more than ever because you're going to be fine. You're at home. You're going to be OK. I promise you. I promise you you're going to be fine. But it's other people you got to give a shit about. So, again, welcome, and uh, if you're just tuning in now, it's the end, so you fucked up. Go ahead and, uh, and, uh, and just go ahead and press replay or go back to the beginning. Um, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back later this week. Peace out. Um, A-Town.